good morning, good afternoon, good night. Um, whenever you're going to listen to this podcast, it's a good, great day, sunny day in Halifax to be back at the Neighborhood Conversations. Um, it's good to um, always have the opportunity to chat about different things. And the Neighborhood Conversations is a podcast that invites inclusive leaders um, to have conversations to invite them to um, bring their knowledge to bring their advocacies with us and we're so happy today to be talking about community development talk, we're talking about indigenous um, um, history and, and, and literacy for us to know more um, and so we have the amazing April Adams um, she is one who is um, working for the federal government, someone who has a passion for community um, work. And I have worked alongside April um, in, a, in different capacities at um, different gatherings, and I've seen the passion and the work that she brings. And so it's really good to have you, April, to the Neighborhood Conversations. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I, I'm really happy to be here today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, April, um, today in today's society, there's a lot of conversations going around with how can we connect with community, um, learning about people's um, ways of advocacy and awareness. Um, but I want to start off today's um, conversation with who is April? Um, let's talk about you, yourself, and your work um, for a minute before we deep dive into the conversation, because that's really good and important when trying to connect with a human approach. Getting to know what the what you do um, gives everyone and get out, give our listening audience more of a clear clarity of why we're having this conversation today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who am I? Okay. Um, before I start, though, I do want to say my pronouns are she, her, elle. Um, uh, I said should say ou elle si tu parles en français. And I have green eyes, um, brown hair, and I'm wearing a green jacket, my favorite color, <laughs> and a white shirt. Um, but to answer your question, uh, most importantly, I'd say uh, I'm a mom, I'm a caregiver, I'm a community member, lifelong learner, um, uh, and volunteer. Uh, who's passionate, like about purposeful change um, that people embrace. Um, and I understand we have many hard conversations ahead of us, but uh, I know that with support and nourishment, we can use the stories um, um, to increase awareness, ignite self-growth, uh, flip the narrative and change what people talk about. So there's powers and numbers and I invite everyone to help uh, create a blueprint for success, a new one. Um, but volunteer-wise, I, I actually just accepted and I'm preparing for a cultural uh, lead role with the North American Indigenous Games that are going to be happening in Halifax 2023. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Very exciting. I'm really pumped about that. And I sit on a Mental Health and Workplace Wellness Advisory Committee, multiple MMIWG 2S Plus uh, calls for um, action or review committees, calls for justice. Um, and I'm also on a last post fund provincial board where I lead the uh, Indigenous Unmarked Graves and Traditional Name Marking Initiatives. Uh, I moderate for a Workplace uh, Wellness Directorate, um, Indigenous Sharing Circle, Center for Abilities Management and Workplace Wellness. I say that all 10 times fast. Uh, and I'm a professional Indigenous Circle Ambassador Speaker uh, for the Knowledge Circle for Indigenous Inclusion. Among other things, um, I, I just recently started working uh, for the Deputy Minister's Office of Inclusion, which Again, I'm pumped about uh, with KCII and ITRC um, after working for a handful of federal, uh, other federal government departments. And I 
love my new job uh, and the people I work with. And in my spare time, no pun intended, <laughs> I, I can be found reading, dancing, creating, viewing, or listening to the arts with my, the eight young human beings I care for the most and my spirit sister in tow. Um, or you could hear me uh, speaking um, and participating at random special events across Turtle Island in my efforts to better learn, understand, and act on the things I care and am most passionate about. That's me in a nutshell. Wow. That's, that's amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. That's why uh, I connected with April um, at the gathering that was hosted by um, uh, Life, Life House, Life Schoolhouse, actually. Like, That's right. Like, and Tamara. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm getting connected with um, with April from there. Um, and I've seen the amazing work and wanted to bring her on to this podcast to talk about um, the amazing work that she's doing, but also to talk about community development and why it's important. So I want to go into that question. Why is community important to you um, from, from your overall perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, first of all, it's a great question. I love this question. And it's really important to me because one, I'm a human being and uh, we need connection and we need to feel like we belong. Um, an example of this, I live in Halifax Regional Municipality, but I belong uh, in the amazing community building that I actually live in, uh, where uh, I reside, um, and where we all smile and wave and nod at each other when we see each other. Um, we stop and chat when we run into each other when we have time, um, uh, and we make time, um, uh, and, and we help each other when we need it. Or, or even if not, and I'll give you an example of that, um, uh, without even having to ask to. Um, like my amazing next door neighbor, um, I had a really busy week. Uh, I was at a few events and uh, she knocked on my door and, and gave me this just tray and it had a pot of coffee, a pot of tea, it had a banana, blueberries, wow. toast, jam, peanut butter, milk, sugar, everything I needed to kind of just like relax and 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 get my work done that day. And then my neighbor across the hall just yesterday um, gave my, my son who just turned six, my youngest, um, just $5 to go buy a gift. It's just very, very um, connected and, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, that feeling, that feeling of belonging is, is something so wonderful um, to feel that connection. Uh, so belonging is key. That's, that's definitely what is important to me is, is, is belonging somewhere to some people. Find your wow. people. <laughs> yeah. Find your people. Yeah. That, I, I, I agree. <laughs> At the neighbor conversation, we, we, we go into neighborhoods to, to find great people mm-hmm. to connect with and to understand them. And, and that's a great way of saying that your next door neighbor, you, you went into a neighbor to have a conversation and it made impact that they trust you, they value you, and they want okay. to make sure that you're, you're, you're staying healthy, you're staying, you're, you have all the nutritions in order for us. To and that's what, that's what community is all about. Community is always, it's, it's about giving that nutrition, yeah. um, vitamin, vitamin, that we need in order to keep it healthy, in order to keep taking it care um, of one um, another. Yeah, yes. taking care of one another. That, that's mm-hmm. cool. Let's keep <laughs> community healthy again by giving the right vitamins. <laughs> Oh, I, so okay, okay. Now, now you literally just gave me another question okay. uh, that, that I have to ask. What are the vitamins that you feel that community needs? And you, and you oh. said belonging. And, and belonging is one of the vitamin B. Yeah, the vitamin B is really question. good. That belonging. 
Huh? Mm-hmm. Very, very key. Belonging is key. Um, and I like yeah. this question because I just attended two amazing in-person conferences this week um, that yeah. were with the managers community and another with a youth network. And yeah. uh, what an amazing time I had. Many of us um, went to a mixer Tuesday evening at the Wood Monkey on the Dartmouth waterfront too. And and the events took place at BIO, the Bedford Institute of Oceanography. Uh, what a lovely right. venue. It was it was really great. And, and connection um, is as important as belonging, in my opinion. And I met some new lifelong uh, friends at these events where uh, we talked about community. That was it. And and so the, the vitamins uh, that uh, we discussed as a group were allyship, accessibility, connection, feeling heard, having a voice, yeah. Um, yeah. and the importance of having a seat at the tables that make yeah. the decisions about us so that we feel valued and are able yeah. to meaningfully contribute. So those were definitely some key vitamins. Um, and to, to achieve all of this, uh, one definitely needs, I, I know I say this a lot, but um, self-awareness. We need to understand, we need right. to check our biases. We all have them. Mm-hmm. Be aware of others yeah. in uh, culturally culturally humble ways um, and yeah. try learning about and understanding other people's intersectionality um, while being authentic. Uh, people need to know that it's okay to be vulnerable um, and practice um, vulnerability in safe spaces. Um, yeah. We all need to understand that we're all human beings. We've talked about this many times, especially after um, seeing the amazing uh, keynote speaker, uh, Naomi yeah. Tutu. Um, yes. and, and we're all going to make mistakes. But if you see someone putting in the effort and, and, and it's obvious they're tripping up, lend them a hand, help them. Right. Because it takes right. courage to step out into the unknown and, and everybody yeah. needs help sometimes. I think we all know that. <laughs> so support yeah. them when, yeah. when they do. Hold out a branch. Yeah. Um, what a way yeah. to connect, you know? What a way to connect. Right. And, that, and, and that's so amazing, April, um, in connecting in that way. Um, and that brings me to like my next question. How does community connect with the work that you do? Um, that's that's one of my my next questions is because connecting is always good in, in mm-hmm. connecting the work that we do and how does it apply um, with us engaging with community. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Okay, okay. So how does it apply? Um, I would say uh, it's that effort as I, I know I keep repeating myself, but to learn mm-hmm. about and understand something from another's viewpoint um, with yeah. an open heart, open mind and, and ears that aren't listening with an intent to respond, but rather to grow, um, uh, you know, and on your, your lifelong journey and with others. Um, and, and connection creates like that power to keep our institutions and systems in check. This is really, really key. Um, uh, because power imbalances are all around the 90% of people they hinder. Um, uh, so, so that's why like, let's connect, shall we? (laughs) Yeah, it's all about the connection and the connection helps you um, to move mm-hmm. forward. Um, and I know my executive director and I, we were talking about how we connect when it comes down from a staff level and how we connect with people and how we understand the language, how we understand each other's messages. Like oh. those are all important and it helps language us to, so to bring. And so language is important and how we bring um, I, I want to shift a little bit um, in okay. regards to the Indigenous work and stuff like that. Yes. But I, I have this question um, that I, I know I, I, I said to you. So let's talk a little bit about advocacy. You do mm-hmm. an Indigenous education and an, an awareness. 
um, what do you think about indigenous religions, cultures, and traditions? Um, I, I want to hear more of that for sure. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to listen to some Nova Scotia Works client stories. I look forward to my family's security in the future. That's the main goal as a father. The empowerment from changing careers has really just made me want to get out of bed in the morning. I'm looking forward to growing my business. So I want to hire people like I was hired. I want to give guys that chance. Il me fait I'm looking forward to the financial freedom that I never had before. And now back to the podcast. I love that um, they're circular. Uh, I love that about them, for one. Um, And I say that because uh, I work for the federal government. It's very hierarchical. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our systems and our institutions are are very much like that. So I I really like a circular approach. And and, and an example of that is, is, is sharing circles. Um, where everyone gets to, to speak and, and usually you're, you're in a circle and if you're not ready to speak at the time it comes around to you, um, right. and most of them that I'm a part of, they'll come back around and check with you at the end. Um, so it's, it's very inclusive. Um, and I love how diverse they can be, um, and having all of those different viewpoints that you're, 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 you might not be aware of. So, um, I can't say enough how important it is to include youth. Um, and elders, um, in with, with that larger number of, 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 of people in the middle who are, are usually running things, um, uh, uh, or doing, you know, um, majority, uh, of, of, of the work in situations, uh, uh, including key people who, who have different viewpoints, who can shine some light on, uh, uh different aspects are, are really important. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, that I come across will, will tell me, um, that, um, it's hard to get through to, to certain groups. It's hard to get through to certain groups. And, and I always tell them, have you included youth in, in, in your initiative? Because youth have a very unique perspective and I don't know about anybody else, but my dad might not listen to me, but he'll listen to my children. (laughs) They can get him to learn or do or be anything, I swear. So, so so I'm always kind of saying that. And, and I like that, uh, you know, indigenous cultures include that. And then I also really just like, um, their, their, their celebrations and their, their storytelling is so key, really understanding someone's story. Uh, we talk about intersectionality a lot together and, and understanding that, that story so you can empathize, be compassionate and, 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 and overall humble, um, uh, is really, really eye opening and, and heart opening. Um, uh, and, and it opens your mind too. They, they really balance on those the spirit, yeah. you know, emotional, mental, and um, physical well-being. And, and I think that those are all things that sometimes we forget about one or two uh, or more um, of those components of who we are as a human being. And, and they're key. They're yeah. key to our own well-being, right? So, Yeah, that, that's really good. Um, thank you so much, April, for sharing that. And I totally agree with you when it comes down to the story and telling the story. Um, it, it helps us to know where we come from and who we are. Um, and stuff like that. And talking about this, the story um, telling and, and reminding of history, there's 
you, you in the in the indigenous root, um, there's a practice that is done, which is the blanket exercise. Um, can you share a bit about the blanket exercise and and how that helps other um people to connect with community to understand the indigenous um way of of, of things? Yeah. Yes. So, so the team that I just actually moved from um, uh, to where I am now, um, uh, we were doing a, a launch nationally of, of, of training and learning and um, in regards to uh, uh, the kickoff was the blanket exercise and then cultural humility and talking about, you know, Canadian human rights tribunals and et cetera. Um, uh, the blanket exercise is one of those things that it helps you uncover your own biases. That's the best way that I can kind of explain it um, uh, quickly. Uh, and yeah. and and um, what I love about um, you know the trainers who 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 do this exercise is that having a very safe space is so key. It's so so key to feel safe. Um, when you're learning about uh, uh, your own biases, and and especially since majority of us, it's it's unconscious, right? Our biases are yeah. are systemically ingrained and unconscious, so they don't align with our beliefs, um, you know, and our our, our views and 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 um, our our morals even. But they're they've been kind of ingrained in us in an, in an unconscious way as 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 we've grown and we've developed and and, and we've aged and and so so becoming aware of those is so important. Self awareness is the key um, to to anyone who wants to 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 be inclusive um, uh, 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 to 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 include uh, people from many cultures and backgrounds etc self awareness is going to to be your best foot forward for sure because we all have biases and and I know that some people uh, might not agree with that but but it's true and and it's it's not something um, that uh, is, 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 uh, you know, it's not, it doesn't make us bad to have unconscious biases. Um, it's, it's, it's not something that we control. Um, but becoming aware of them, um, is so key. And so I actually, I got to, as part of that project, um, write a course on cultural humility. And if I took, I could, I uncovered countless biases that I have and, and, and worked through those. And it was really transformational and, um, uh, I've shared it with my children and my family and, and, and my yeah. community, um, the things that I've learned. And, and I think that's the other thing is it's okay to be vulnerable um, and find safe spaces where you can be vulnerable for sure. I like that. I like that being vulnerable um, mm-hmm. where you're feeling comfortable and, and stuff like that and acknowledging those biases and, and trying to work to, through them is really key and really important for sure. Yeah. Definitely. You know, we talk about when we talk about understanding each other um, and, and understanding the hurt. Um, healing is is important throughout the process um, and stuff like that. How would you describe this for the community when when it comes down to healing um, and stuff like that? Yeah. I love this topic because I feel like there's so many people that take different approaches to it. Um, and that's one of the things I love most. Um, yeah. uh, if you ever get the chance, I really recommend going and listening to um, the podcast Two Crees in a Pod um, with Dr. Mm. Michael Hart as the guest speaker. Um, in oh, it, he wow. talks about healing being a process um, and that yeah. you don't have to be healed to be able to help. 
um, uh, with and do other things to even help others. Um, like it's, it's, it's a continual process. And, and I really yeah. like that. And, and, uh, I like tying into this, um, maybe, uh, the ACEs program, um, uh, and, and, and their research, uh, about how different healing practices benefit different people. So some people, you know, talking to someone really, really helps them. Um, uh, right. It helps them on that process of healing and, and that's wonderful. But others, they actually need to be involved in something or doing something like cultural practices. Um, they talked about this one gentleman who, who, who started making ribbon skirts and, and, and that was a real huge part of his healing journey. So I think you can't put healing in a box. And, and I think that's probably yeah. uh, my key takeaway is, 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 is healing can come in many forms, but you need to take the time to heal. That's definitely key. Yes. And, and allowing so that true. space for it and that time to self-reflect and grow from it is so important in my opinion. Wow. April Adams, everyone. April, you have shared so much knowledge that um, gives us the energy that we need to hear and it helps us to carry on in engaging into the community, into your neighborhood, um, into helping people next door, like that person, like your neighbor helping yeah. you next door, um, working with you, understanding you. Um, this is so helpful and I, I'm so blessed to have um, brought you on um, and that you accepted also um, to, to, to hear more of this information. Before you go, leave us with a word of saying that you will learn, that you have learned from an elder that will okay. help us um, with community work. Because I know elders, they always have wise words. They always oh um, give us some word from the wise to, to share. Mm -hmm. What is a word or saying that, a word of the, a word or saying, a quote um, that an elder has, has said to you um, that will help us um, with community work that we're doing. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, uh, do two actually. I'm going to do an elder and a knowledge keeper because I'm really engrossed in their work right now um, yeah, in yeah. a positive way. And Elder Dumont's definition of, of culture um, and information on indigenous worldview, which is like the commonalities across indigenous cultures around the world is amazing. Um, if you, if you, haven't read it or or haven't learned about it i really 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 uh recommend looking that up um it, it it's something that will grow your heart so so that's one and then dr yellowbird's work will also help with with community work as well and he works at the university of manitoba and is focused on decolonizing the narrative to change what people talk and story about. And, and I think learning about and understanding about decolonizing um, is another huge key takeaway for me um, that I'd like to share with everyone. <laughs> Wow. Thank you so much, April Adams, for coming on to today's um, um, conversation. On the Neighborhood Conversations, we try to invite people that will bring things into the neighborhood to help um, it stay connected and stay mm -hmm. updated uh, as to what's going on. And you have brought a lot to this table today. And I look forward to bringing you back on at some point to the Neighborhood Conversations um, when we are talking about other um, sort of topics that relates to community development, Indigenous, or even more other mm -hmm. topics that you're passionate about because you have a, a variety of areas of topics for sure. Um, but we we appreciate you um, coming on to our conversation today. Um, Folks, there you have it. April Adams, 
um, amazing individual community leader um, doing amazing work. Um, hopefully you took something in from this conversation today and we'll see you at the next one. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Templeton. You're my people. This podcast is funded by the government of Nova Scotia.